Um, I grew up in a Baptist church, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. God loves Baptists. And uh, there's a song we used to sing as we were raising the offering, and it's give and I'll give it back to you. Give and I'll give it back to you. Give and I'll give it back to you. Press down, shaking together, running over, all in good measure. I'll give it back to you. And then the sopranos would sing, you. I'll give it back to you. Act soprano for a minute. You. Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. What I'm looking for is God breaking and bringing forth financial blessings for somebody this week. And I want to hear that testimony about what God has done because you gave to him and he's going to give back to you. Amen? Amen. The whole service today is about worship. And I want to just share for a few minutes about entering into a place of worship. It's sort of fascinating to me the kinds of things that we worship here on this land. We worship athletes, we worship singers, we worship musicians, we worship actors and actresses. And I, I don't think that we really would even call it that, but it really is idolatry. But you know, as humanoids, sometimes we just fall into that. We get excited when we know we're around somebody famous. Um, most of you never got to meet my husband, Melvin, but he was a, a semi-pro basketball player in the day. And uh, he had his own sports TV talk show. So I got to meet a lot of the athletes. Um, I had met Chris Carter before I would met Melvin. And periodically when Chris would go different places to minister, I would go as an intercessor for him. And um, one day at about 6 o'clock in the morning, the doorbell rang. And Melvin said, oh, no, I forgot. And I said, what did you forget? And he said, I'm golfing with Jake Reed. I said, Jake Reed is downstairs. And he said, yeah, so he's getting dressed. And I got on the phone calling my girlfriend. I said, girl, guess who's downstairs? And she said, who? I said, Jake Reed. She said, who's that? I said, put your husband on the phone. <laughs> Ladies, if you want to have a tight relationship with your man, watch football. You don't have to remember the plays, just ooh when they ooh, ah when they ah, but don't talk while they're watching it. Hallelujah. Amen. Notice it's only the guys clapping, maybe except for Kathy. But um, for Thanksgiving, God blessed me and I went to Seattle. And on the way back, Warren Moon was like a couple feet from me. And I went over to him and I said, I know you're not coming back to play with the Vikings, are you? And he said, no, I'm coming to watch their game. So he and I are talking and then they said, all those in first class, he gets up and leaves. <laughs> and so people started coming around me. Wasn't that Warren? Wasn't that Warren? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said, do you know him? I said, no, no, no. <laughs> I just met him. And they said, well, how could you do that? And I said, because he's just a man. He's just a man. 
who needs Jesus. And um, uh, it's kind of exciting, though. Melvin and I were in the mall one day. We're walking down the mall. I'm window shopping. He's looking at something else. And he says, hey, Randall, what's happening? So he introduces me to Randall Cunningham and Gary Anderson. And we're talking, and Randall and I had some wonderful opportunities to pray together. I used to be an advisor to President Clinton, and people used to say, ooh, and now they say, mm. <laughs> God is good. I don't share those things with you because I think I'm that, all that. I know that I'm not. I'm sharing it as an example. When most of us are around famous people, we enjoy being in their presence. We kind of like want to rub up against them, hoping like $11 million is going to rub off on us. <laughs> we want to say we touch them. We want to shake their hands. I know some women that would shake um, Usher's hand. Y'all know, who, well, some of y'all know who Usher is. And I'm not talking about the Ushers, but I know we love them too. But I know some young girls, if they could just touch Usher, they would never wash that hand, right? But you know what? Clinton can't do for me what Jesus can do. Warren can't do for me what Jesus can do. Usher can't do for me what Jesus can do. I enjoy being in the presence of the Lord. I enjoy rubbing up against the Holy Spirit and having something rub off on me that will help me make it from day to day to day to day in the good times and in the bad. I enjoy being in the presence of the Lord and forgetting about myself and concentrating on Him. I love being in love. I love being in love with Jesus. Love to me is so fascinating. How many of you here have ever been in love? Guys, raise your hand. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute, keep those hands up. I didn't say what year, nor did I say how many times, just ever. Okay. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. Is that your wife? How do I sign wife? Are you his wife? Yes? Is there love there? We hope so. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> when you're in love, you love being next to that person physically. You love being in the presence of that individual. When you're in love, you like to talk on the phone for long hours. You <laughs> They're in love. We want to talk to y'all in two years. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Long hours. It's so funny. Most of you know I've been married twice. The first husband was very quiet. And he used to call me and love to listen to me talk. And I used to love to listen to him be quiet. <laughs> and after about six months of marriage, um, I said, say something. He said, I would if you'd shut up. <laughs> there in life, the problem. <laughs> um, but you know what? Being in love, you just can't get enough of the presence of that person. And when you're apart, you kind of feel like you're not quite whole. That's the kind of love we need to have for Jesus. That we want to be in his presence. We can't get enough of him. That we not only want to praise him, we want to worship him. In love, being in love, I love to give gifts and I love to receive gifts. February 3rd is my birthday. Write that down. Now, last year I said that, and I said I love chocolate, and almost this whole row 
helped me gain 20 pounds last year. Wonderful men and women of God. This year, I have no shame in my game. Flowers, perfume, candles, just, you know, okay. But the greatest gift in my life that I ever received was the love of Jesus. There is no greater gift. And one of the things that the Lord wants us to learn to do is praise him and worship him. What's the difference between the two? For me, praise is that outward adoration. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I love you, Lord. It's this praise. It's this joy. You praise God when he's blessed you with shoes. You praise God when he's blessed your marriage. We praise God when things seem to be going well. But worship is that thing you do when you ain't got no shoes. Worship is that thing you do when it seems as if all hell is breaking loose in your home. Worship is that thing you do that says, God, it's not about me. I can't change it. I can't fix it, but I focus on you. Because you're my everything, Lord. You're my all in all. You're the Alpha and the Omega. You're the beginning and the end and everything in between. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's who God is. And so when we worship, that means giving esteem. It means reverencing reverencing something. We don't ever want to reverence a thing. We don't ever want to reverence money nor another person. If you would turn with me to John, the fourth chapter, there's a word from God about how we're to worship. And people ask me a lot of times, well, how do we worship? How do we worship? And I say, however you feel like worshiping. This is what it says in John 4, starting at the 23rd verse. Yet a time is coming. And has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Lord is seeking. Get that. God is seeking us to worship. He's seeking after us. He's looking for worshipers that will worship him in spirit and in truth. I got a little caught off guard. I said, God, spirit and in truth. Meaning that in my flesh, in my natural, there are times I don't want to worship God. But when I allow the Holy Spirit to take over, that's the Spirit. When I go before the Lord and say, God, I've been a sinner. Thank you for your grace. Forgive me. That's the truth. So when we come into a place of worship, God is saying, lay it all down. However it is that you came in today, God doesn't want you to leave the same old way. You shouldn't leave the same way. When the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit is here, there is healing that goes on. There's deliverance that goes on. There's the breaking of yokes and the breaking of bondages. When you lay it all down and focus on the Lord and become that true worshiper, God knows what you need. He knows your heart's desire. He knows how difficult it's been. He knows how long it's been. He knows you don't quite get it. But what he wants you to know is that he is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore.
and that whatever it is that you brought into this worship center, whatever situation that seems impossible, whatever relationship seems impossible, whatever child or spouse seems impossible, I know the God of possibilities. Amen? I know the God that said, speak to that mountain, and that mountain's got to move. Got to move. Amen? And all we have to do is have faith the size of a mustard seed. That's really, 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 really small. God is not going to steamroll over us. He is not going to make you do anything. He just says, give me your heart. Just give me your heart. That's all I want. And as we worship today, I'm going to ask you to just lay it all down. Not focus on you and your situation, but to focus on the Lord. One of the things that God has taught me is how to enter into his presence. See, my mother taught me a long time ago, as soon as you come into those back doors, you start reverencing the Lord. As soon as you come into the sanctuary, as soon as you come into the worship center, you start laying it down and saying, Lord, I want to focus on you. I need you, Lord. I hunger for you. I thirst after you. I believe that in this place today, God is going to begin giving you what you need. If you need love, it's here. If you need healing, it's here. If you need joy, it's here. If you need hope, it's here. If you need salvation, it's here. If you need deliverance, it's here in Jesus' name. I'm going to ask for the worship team to come up. And I'm going to do what my mama taught me to do. Father, I'm coming into your presence. Now you know, Lord, every situation that I just left at home. You know, Heavenly Father, that I'm so grateful for what you've been in my life and what you've done in my life. But now, Lord, as I enter in, as I come into your throne room, help me to lay it down, Father. Help me to let it go, Father. For Lord, I want to look up into the Holy of Holies. And I want to focus on you, Lord. I want to bless you. I want to praise your name. I want to magnify your name. I want to glorify your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Teach me how to enter in, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. I need you, Father, more than I've ever needed anything or anyone, Lord. And so, Lord, this is your hour. This is your time. And I want to bless you. I want to bless you, Father, because you've blessed me. I want to praise you, Father God, because you love me. I want to worship you, God, because you've told me 
to worship you in spirit and in truth. I want to honor you, Father God, just because of who you are. And Lord, if you never do another thing for me, what you've done is enough. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Take, the, take my brokenness, Father. Take my hurt, Father. Take the misunderstandings. Take the lies, Father. Take the scars, Father. Take it. Take it, Lord. Teach me, Father God, how to look up into the hills from whence cometh my help, because my help cometh from you, Lord. You are the maker and creator of every good and perfect thing. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. As we go into a time of worship, the altar is open. How do you worship God? On your knees. How do you worship God? Sitting down. How do you worship God? Standing up. How do you worship God? Prostrate before him. How do you worship God? Any way that you choose. Just worship him. And so if you want to come here, if you want to dance in the spirit, if you want to go over and get a streamer and wave a flag because that's how you worship God. Right now, it's all about God. <laughs>